Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. Take a deep breath. Man, you know, God still has a purpose for your life. And I say that every time I uh, come on, and that's true, that God has a purpose for your life, and he wants to do great things through you, and he wants you to reach others for the kingdom of God. And there are a lot of people out there right now who just don't know who Jesus is, and they're headed to a, um, to a place of damnation if we don't do something about it. You know, so God, he left us here, or he put us here, right, because he wants us to be his body here on the earth. He wants us to be his hands and his feet, and so we can reach the lost. So God bless you anyway. I want to talk to you today about God providing your needs. And I know sometimes we... Um, we feel like, Lord, uh, when are you going to answer my prayer? Lord, when are you going to do this or when are you going to do that? But God gave us a promise and that he would supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And David said, I was young and now I'm old and never have I seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for what you're going to do this day. Bless the word of God. Father, bless the hearers today to hear the word. And bless me. Give me what to say and how to say. Lord, that the words of my mouth, Lord God, would fall on fertile ground. I know that those words come from you. And I thank you so much for that. We bind every devil, every demon that would try to hinder the word of God. And we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And brothers and sisters, if you ever uh, took a tour, especially through the New Testament, you'll find where people were always in need of something. You know, there was a woman who was bowed over for 18 years, and Jesus saw her. And, uh, and he, he, took, he had mercy on her, had compassion on her. And he went up to her and he told her, you know, woman, thou art loose from thy infirmity. And she straightened up and she'd been bent over like that for 18 long years. And so Jesus always seemed to know who was in need. And so when you're in need, think of all the things that he's already done, you know, and you can think of, uh, we always called him blind Bartimaeus, but as he was walking, and he saw, well, he didn't see anything. I take that back. He walking and he heard uh, the crowds that were going by. And he asked what was all the commotion about. They told him Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he got his hopes up. And, you know, he began to yell, Jesus, have mercy on me. And they told him to be quiet. The master is coming through, be quiet. But the more they said to him, be quiet, the louder he began to scream and Bartimaeus needed something from the Lord and he knew that Jesus could provide him his sight and he knew it and he went after Jesus with everything he had and sometimes you know when we have certain needs and things that we can't obviously solve um, things that we can't get an answer to and we turn to God because we know that God is the answer the Bible says he's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider today. Lord, I thank you 
and that he promised to supply us with all of our needs. He did, not me. He did. You know, the Lord says that the blessings of the Lord make it rich and addeth no sorrow with it. And so he's ready to bless you. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. Maybe your rent is due or uh, maybe you have significant medical needs and you're saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have the money to pay for this. Uh, well, God is right there. The Bible says he's an ever present help in the time of trouble. God is right there when you need him the most. You know, I can think back, especially, oh, I, I have many stories about God providing, um, you know, my needs. And I can definitely tell you one that comes to mind. Uh, and this was only, I guess, a few years ago, but I really had a need. I um, received the letter in the mail and the letter had came from Texas Christian University. And at that time, my son was attending, and this was the beginning of his senior year. And they told my wife and I that they were no longer going to pay his scholarship. And I didn't understand that because he had a scholarship, an academic scholarship. And we were dependent on that because, again, he needed to graduate. And so we went to church that Sunday, and um, we decided to give a faith offering you know, believe in God um, just for our son's situation. Well, anyway, it was like the Lord had really spoke to my heart and told me to go see the financial <clears throat> advisor down at Texas Christian University who was handling my son's case. So I did. It's funny how finance really didn't have any knowledge or couldn't understand why uh, his scholarship was pulled. Why they? Why it was no longer in effect? And so uh, the person began to look, and and um, and they decided that there was no grounds of uh, stopping his scholarship. And so the lady, uh, the guy came back and told me, said, "Mr. Cousins, uh, I tell you what I'm gonna do." I'm going to go ahead and restore his scholarship, the full, I think at that time it was $16,000, uh, the full $16,000, and at that time my wife and I, we were paying $3,000 every semester to go along with that, and they came and told me that not only were they going to restore my son's scholarship, but that my wife and I no longer had to pay um, every semester because um, they had the money. I don't know what the, the, the rationale was, but we didn't need to do that any longer. And we were blessing the Lord because God came through for us in our time of need. And I can tell you, I, li I literally have hundreds of stories where God has met my need for whatever reason or another. And I remember, you know, in Germany, I got saved over there. And I remember I didn't even have a car. And my credit was so toe up. I couldn't get one. And I definitely needed one. But I was on a uh, on a, an American base. And it wasn't very large. So everything was pretty much within walking distance. Except when I had to go to the commissary to get food. That was not in walking distance. And I, you know, I was saying, Lord, I need a car. 
And of course, I didn't have one. And I was walking everywhere I went. And, um, and so I remember one day a guy was leaving uh, where I was stationed. And the guy needed to get rid of the car. He didn't have a lot of time. And the muffler was bad. And he told me, he said, look, if you would fix this muffler, I'll give you the car. I was like, huh? Yep. To make a long story short, I put a $250 muffler on there, and the car belonged to me. Now, the beautiful part about that blessing is that God blessed me with a car that I didn't have to do anything but change the oil. It was an Audi 100 Silver, and that thing was so good. It drove everywhere I needed to go in Germany, and I sold it for over $1,000 when I left. So God is good. And I have testimonies just like that. You know, I can remember one time where I, um, I went to church, and I think that Sunday I had $3.11. And I really felt like putting an offering in, which I did. And I gave an offering of 11 cents. And I needed the $3 to go buy our food after church to last us for the rest of the week. And we were going to get some hamburger helper. Now I remember that. We were going to get some hamburger helper and, and hamburger. And we were going to make some, um, she's going to make, well, a dish called hamburger helper. And, you know, it's a pretty good dish. It lasts a few days. We were hoping it was going to last till payday. Payday was going to be that Friday. So I had more month than money. So anyway, um, I remember in church, I put 11 cents in the uh, basket. And so after church, we went to the commissary to buy a couple of items. And we got there. We went over to, the, uh, to get the hamburger meat. And they had a sign on the on the case and it said um ground beef 11 cent a pack now hang on guys 11 cent a pack remember i put 11 cent in church and god had a blessing waiting on me 11 cent a pack for ground beef and so can you imagine? That's not a coincidence. It was almost like God put his seal of approval on there and said that because you were obedient and you put the 11 cent, although you were embarrassed, you put the 11 cent in church. Now I'm going to bless you. So we were able to get several packs of ground beef and two boxes of hamburger helper, right, with the little $3 that we had. And God met our needs consistently. You know, while we were in Germany and everywhere we've gone, the Lord has always been faithful financially, physically, emotionally, in situations where our children got in trouble. God bailed. He was there to bail them out, to intervene in every situation. There are situations where we could have uh, we could have been killed in car accidents and God was right there to meet our needs. 
The Bible says he is Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord our provider today. And God knows exactly what you need. That's the one thing about him. Uh, he knows what we need. He knows what we have need of. And that's the beautiful thing. And so, brothers and sisters, I'm going to encourage you that whenever you have a need, believe God for that need. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what it is. He's a God who's able to meet your need. He was able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ask or think according to the power that works within us today. And that's the beautiful thing is that he's right there. He provides our need. And so I'm going to tell you like this. Some of y'all out there, you need Jesus. And that's no joke. Because if you die in the state that you're in, you're not going to live eternity with Jesus. You're going to live eternity apart from him. You're going to live eternity in hell. And you don't want to go there. Because you're going to go somewhere when you leave here. So, brothers and sisters, say this with your mouth. If you would like to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior uh, and the pardoning of your sins, then say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now and I'm a sinner. I want to be saved. You said in your word, that if I would confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, that I'll be saved. Lord Jesus, I receive you now. I repent of my sins. I turn away from them and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe that you died for me and I believe that God raised you from the dead. And so thank you so much for taking my unrighteousness and giving me your righteousness. So I'll receive you now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer, then right now you're a child of God. And nobody can take that away from you. So, praise the Lord. One of the things you need to do, go join a good Bible-believing church. Where you can learn all about the Word of God. And all about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, until next time, remember, God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Wow. Glory be to God. Thank you so much. And once again, this is Brother Leonard. Have a great day.